Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Let's talk about that speech with Claire and Rachel. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to the Let's Talk About Speech podcast. I'm Rachel. And I'm Claire. And we're back for another episode. Last week, we talked all about preschool stuttering, and we've already had so many of you reach out to us um, saying how helpful that was. So if you haven't had a chance to listen, stop, go listen, and then come back. So this week on the podcast, we have Garrett Oyama, who is an SLP um, with the company Boots and Cats, formerly Alphabet. And we're so excited to have him here. Garrett, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. So excited yeah. to be here. Of course. So we are just going to dive right in and ask you um, a couple of questions. And we're really excited to hear about your company and how it came about and what you're doing for SLPs and, and for your clients. So can you give us a little background first about yourself and you as an SLP and as a musician? Definitely. Well, I so I feel in a lot of ways that my heart has always been in the music thing. I love being an SLP and I'm I was always interested in language, but that didn't come until way later. And it was sort of a random aside. So I've always had this like love of music. Um, I, I studied music in COGSI um, as an undergrad uh, at UCSD and um, did, I was a touring musician. I was like a teacher and um, have always kind of had my hand in a little bit of music cognition stuff. So I've always been interested in that. Um, and then, you know, I, kind of made this random switch to be an SLP. Uh, not the best story, I guess, but um, I, I was like Googling what the best jobs of like, you know, 20, whatever, whatever, eight years ago was. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, Google was like, well, you should be a speech therapist. <laughs> they have a, you have a great career. And I was like, all right, awesome. That sounds great. Um, and I was, you know, I, I was always interested in, in language. I took a bunch of like psycholinguistics courses when I was an undergrad. So um, I went to Emerson College in Boston. Oh, cool. Um, and yeah, graduated 2014, I think. Mm -hmm. um, so, and then since then, I, I got really lucky working for um, a company out in California, which is where I'm from. So I moved back. And um, my boss was a like a touring uh, drummer from Detroit. And, oh. uh, so we we kind of made this instant connection and um so i've always kind of had my hands in both things and um awesome. even before i met the current company which is based in new york i had been using beatboxing in 
speech therapy for a while just because I found that it was a, like a way to get kids to practice and it was like super motivating and mm -hmm. um, I, I worked in a school that was uh, for I worked in a school for like seven years and it was pretty tough um, in Vallejo California it was like low SES you know mm -hmm. like a lot of the kids weren't you know paying attention to anything and I, I just think over time like it, it seemed more ubiquitous that kids weren't paying attention mm -hmm. um and and even the difference from like when i started to when i like stopped working in that school um like the amount of times that kids were just given an ipad to like babysit them and then not like not able to attend to other things you know especially mm -hmm speech activities if we're like doing flashcards or something like you know they're right. just like at some point there's no way that i was getting their attention and i was mm -hmm. just noticing that um but when but so many of the kids they just love music they're like always mm -hmm. singing some new song that was out um also felt really old by the way i was like mentioning all these bands i grew up with and i was like <laughs> who's who's that heard of. <laughs> yeah um and so i just started beatboxing with the kids mm -hmm. um and kind of another weird twist of fate was that when I was living in Boston, um, I was staying in this space uh, that my my friend owned. He was like an MIT professor. <laughs> and um, he got all of these weird, crazy people from all over the world to stay there. And we had this like group of beatboxers that stayed there that were like world famous, like world champion beatboxers that were like kind of staying in the house at the time. So we put on these shows together. I was like throwing concerts and um, uh, doing kind of weird events. And and one of the beatboxers, you know, seven, eight years later mm -hmm. had like thrown my name out there um, for this company uh, called Beat Global, which is um, kind of makes boots and cats right now. And um, the, the owner started by going into this place called Lavelle School for the Blind in New York. And um, he was just a DJ. He would go in there and DJ events for the school for like a, a lot of kids. They're all blind, but they had multiple disabilities. And so all of them got speech therapy. And he realized like he brought, I think he brought in a beatboxer at some point just to do a show. And he realized how like it made the kids light up. And then he started doing um, like these events where he would teach beatboxing over there. And it was just like this whole change. And the speech therapists were like, yeah, their speech is improved. Like they're, mm -hmm. they're like excited to practice these sounds, you know? Um, and so I think that was the, the kind of the whole emergence of <laughs> using, mm -hmm. using uh, beatboxing as like a tool for speech therapy intervention. That's awesome. And since, and yeah. I haven't Go really ahead, heard of that piece. So that's so cool. I love that. Yeah. It has a, yeah, a really cool, uh, there's a cool backstory and kind of at the same time, James, who's the, the founder of Beat Global, um, was connecting with all these other researchers. Mm -hmm. um, and there's one in um, uh, Israel that has done yeah. a few uh, papers um, that we've partnered with since and um, uh, have presented with and stuff. Um, and is that with beatboxing specifically or music? With beatboxing specifically. Wow, yeah. So, so cool. she. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. I'm, I'm yeah. so happy that there are people doing this. Um, mm -hmm. We're also presenting a paper um, by another colleague mm -hmm. um, at, from Duchesne, mm -hmm. um, Duquesne, sorry, I, I can never always pronounce that wrong, mm -hmm. um, at, at ASHA this year. So, oh, cool. 
yeah i'll be there if either of you are going to be there yeah <laughs> then, very cool but uh yeah so they're they're starting they're starting to be this this you know more specific research past just right. like the case studies that i've had you know right. or that we've had from our team um to, to show that it actually is a helpful tool um, well can you talk to us a little bit about the actual program um, and then maybe touch on how specifically it's motivating kids or your clients to practice those speech. And I don't know if you touch on language at all, but I would love to hear, you know, kind of diving deeper into that actual program. Totally. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the basic, the basic idea is that, you know, beatboxing when you're, when you're making a beatboxing pattern, you're using, you know, um, like all of the same sounds that you might use for speech. Mm -hmm. um, so the building blocks of speech and, and like beatboxing are the same. And ex you know, you're getting just in a, an insane amount of repetitions in, um, in, a, in a short period of time. So um, it's really like beatboxing as a concept and a, you know, a technology, let's say, is really just like using music as a medium to get a lot of repetitions in for speech. Um, we sort of formalized that in the program by um, setting up 10 different lessons that have uh, like beatboxing patterns in them. Like they introduce a new drum sound in, in the different lessons and each one of the new drum sounds is connected to a phoneme. And um, we make it such that um, it basically covers all of the phonemes um, except for um, you kind of, there's a little bit of individual uh you know as an slp you have to change out the sounds sometimes like mm -hmm. we don't do all of the sounds voiced for example um so voiced or like we might not we might not add in the the voiced version of the sound if the unvoiced version is already in there so if like it's a, right. if we have the f uh, sorry the v sound that we add we didn't put in the f sound for example mm -hmm. so um like things like that sometimes like you know if you're specifically practicing the unvoiced uh you know the, the the f sound for example then you might just put that into the pattern as an slp and the cool thing about you know beatboxing is i, I think there's a lot of like fear and you know uh hesitance to do it. it's like ah oh, it's this weird thing i've never done this before but it's like really really all you're doing is just there's no wrong way to beatbox you could mm -hmm. do anything you want and i think like even though we have this curriculum set up um you can take any of those patterns and just change it up, run with it, add in new words, play games with them. Um, there's a, a really, you know, the, the, the basics of beatboxing when they start out, the reason we call the company Boots and Cats is because that's like sort of the, the, the bread and butter of, of beatboxing. That's what everyone starts with. They're like, just say these words and you're beatboxing. Boots and cats and boots and cats. So, um, basically we just have that and the some of the if i if i have a kid that's like you know maybe they're not totally totally ready to learn and try and practice these more specific patterns they're more than happy to like you know jump in and just say boots and cats with me and like start imitating and so you could change that up if there's other target sounds that you're working on by just changing those words so yeah. you know you say that is so cool so oh, within the program are you practicing sounds 
in isolation and at word level? Like, do you incorporate words into the beatboxing? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. It's cool. a little bit opposite in that we start with a like the words oh, and okay. then we take yeah. out we take out the you know for boots and cats for example you take out the oots and the ats right. I guess mm -hmm. yeah okay yeah the btk okay so so that's that's how we do it and yes like definitely um once kids are hooked which mm -hmm. uh, a lot of them pretty quickly them i'm sure home. oh my gosh i can't yeah, imagine and then at home they're just like the parents are like so annoyed with us <laughs> Dude, they're not they just won't stop beatboxing now <laughs> thanks i guess we're happy that they're practicing all the time right but, right um yeah so once once you're at that stage then i think you know kind of the slp job is like how, hey how can we generalize this sound to conversation right so yeah you know you just go up the the typical hierarchy start mm -hmm. changing you know adding it into those word patterns right um yeah and then you know after a while it's really easy to give the cue of like oh you know like when you say that that um when you say that k sound with your your beatbox pattern like when you're making the snare sound it's yeah. so like nice and clear yeah. why yeah. isn't it clear in you know when you're talking and i think a lot of the kids start to like sort of make this oh wait i can do the, the yeah the k sound like really strong and um in this when i'm talking too yeah. so yeah oh my gosh that's so cool so Access, I'm just curious, like accessibility wise for SLPs, like how does that, how, like, what is the program? Is it like a website? Is it like an app? It's on, it's, it's on Teachable. Um, it's on Teachable. Uh, yeah. Cool. So it's okay. Just, that's yeah, what I wondered. Yeah. It's a that's curriculum. Awesome. Yeah. And so it gives yeah. you like a whole curriculum based on like what you're working on. Correct. Yeah. So there's a bunch of videos they have. Um, it's really easy um for parents or slp yeah to okay. use it there's just yeah. like a, a bunch of videos and then they the, the hosts take you through um a pattern and that's awesome um, yeah you learn a new sound through each lesson also i need you to know when you said anyone can beatbox i am literally dying at the thought of listening to myself do it <laughs> <laughs> like i don't know i mean you just make it sound so easy <laughs> well i I, I keep saying too that, you know, a, a big thing that all of this is sort of, uh, I guess like all, 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 all boxed in mm -hmm. is the idea too, that it's, it's important for SLPs to remain like open and vulnerable and like totally. willing to, to trust them. Not that I'm like <laughs> throwing you under the bus. I'm not going to make no, you try I... anything. Um, but I think it, I think it's, it, it was scary for me too. And, you know, mm -hmm. scary for a lot of, I, I've been realizing that more and more that like people, most SLPs like, you know, aren't coming from a music background. So they don't have this idea of like, what is beatboxing? Mm -hmm. Right. And maybe, especially like, you know, when, when I was growing up, it wasn't really a, a thing. Like I didn't mm -hmm. hear about beatboxing, but now it's becoming more like pop culture yeah. mainstream. Mm -hmm. So I think kids hear about it more, but I think, you know, most um, SLPs, maybe our age or, mm -hmm. or older, like yeah. they don't have that experience. So like, what is this crazy thing? Like, you know, I'm, I'm set, I have my way of doing things and, right. you know, it, exactly. and that's great. Um, but having that, uh, that willingness to whatever it is, try anything new mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. practice and, and be able to be like vulnerable with your clients as well, yeah. I think is, is like an important like muscle to, to flex 
mm-hmm. after a while. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. So you talked a little bit about um, like it being accessible to parents as well, but who is, who do you feel is like your core audience for this program um, or who can benefit the most from using it? Yeah. It's, I think it's kids that are in that range of like, uh, there's a larger range than I expected. Mm -hmm. I'll say that for sure. But um, I think the, the sweet spot is really in this like sort of maybe kindergarten, first grade to like fourth grade, mm-hmm. fifth grade, yeah. somewhere mm-hmm. in that range. Yeah. Um, that, that have, you know, difficulty with particular sounds. Okay. Um, and, but I mean, the papers that they've put out have been with, uh, you know, adults with, um, intellectual disabilities. So like oh, wow. Down syndrome, mm-hmm. um, a, a lot of even cool things that we've seen are like, there's a, a, a bunch of videos that convinced me on, on like TikTok that were these parents that were beatboxing to their kids mm. so they do this crazy thing and then the baby would like look at them and then like try and make the sounds oh so and i was cool. like how awesome to work on like how, what an awesome way to work on like pre-linguistic skills right like right. You, you know, you're, right. you're getting that eye gaze you're getting the imitation mm-hmm. you're you're doing something interesting that's making them focus on right. on your mouth and and so i think that that's a huge sort of kind of way to work on language as well. Right. Well, that's what I was going to ask for, even for parents to have, like you said, with some of those pre-linguistic skills or even younger kids just to use at home, because it seems like it's pretty accessible to them as well. Um, And then I'm also thinking like kindergarten classrooms, like, have you reached out to like teachers? I know like a lot of kindergarten teachers use, oh gosh, I forget the name of it, but like phonic, like a phonics system, yeah. essentially, yeah. to learn their That's phonics. That's such a good idea. Yeah. I, I, I just feel like that would be so cool for that population, too. Mm-hmm. If you check out the videos, too, I mean, a, a lot of it, you are working on a ton of phonics skills. Right. Because, like, you, you see the, you know, not only is it speech, you see the mouth from three different angles. You have a close-up, you have the side oh, view, cool. you have, like, the front view. Um, and then you're doing the the pattern with the words and then you're taking out like, you know, part of the words, just focusing on one letter. So you're really yeah. building in that phonological awareness. And then the games that you can play with beatboxing are totally, you know, you could do um, the, a really easy one is called rhyme on the four. So you just okay. do um, like, you know, beat, eat, seat you know and then you're doing this in a circle yeah with with a bunch of kids and it's great so i mean then then you're getting into you know social groups you can do this in social groups Mm -hmm. um you're you're working on phonics skills um and then there's also this you know cool research where um because i also do you know stuff with uh some music therapists as well um they there's all this cool research about joint um like music making specifically with with rhythm um so mm-hmm. when you're really on the same like rhythmic pattern when everyone's feeling it together mm-hmm. there's this like kind of uh and this is a definitely a sort of a boiled down version of what's happening but there's you know this the huge release of of pro pro social like yeah. neurotransmitters that get released and and like you know they show that like after joint music making specifically with rhythm so they call it rhythmic entrainment mm-hmm. um there's like this social cohesion in the group and like okay. people are more likely to be be like friendly with each other and yeah and more likely to resolve conflict so yeah. you know like even things like 
you know, things that you wouldn't expect. Like you could work on conflict resolution, you know, by, by doing this like joint beatboxing thing. So I think it has a lot of, a lot of promise and a lot of cool, um, there's a lot of cool research that is being done. And a lot of different implications, like past, like you said, past just the specific sounds, which you might not expect, but that's awesome. So, so if people want to seek this program out, what would they do? Like, Mm -hmm. so if I wanted to, or somebody listening wants to go home and download it or find it, what would they do? Yeah. Well, right now we just, (laughs) we just went through the rebrand and Mm -hmm. we're waiting to, so next week actually is like our relaunch into the world as boots and cats but Mm -hmm. um right now everything's on uh tryalphabeat.com and if you follow um if you follow my instagram um i'll be posting about everything great Mm -hmm. um you know even if anyone wants to try it and want they want to reach out and get like a free sample get a lesson for free i'm more than happy to send that over so awesome yeah and if anyone's, you know, if they have any other beatboxing ideas or like yeah. you know, interesting musical ideas for speech, I'm, I'm, I'm be so happy to to chat. So. Awesome, yeah, and we'll have Garrett's Instagram um, information in the information about this episode, so like the mm-hmm. the summary of this episode when you click on it. So we'll make Perfect. sure to share that and everything. Um, Garrett, anything else that you want to leave our listeners with? I think, you know, I just, just, uh, just that it might seem scary, but beatboxing yeah. is, is super easy and it could be your newest, you know, tool in your toolbox that just helps you get those like unmotivated kids to the table right. mm-hmm. and helps them to start practicing at home. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and hopefully, you know, you know, it, it, it can help, it can help expand your practice. Yes. Absolutely. And expand your growth as well as a, as a, you know. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I love it. I've loved hearing from you. I think this is an amazing new resource and new way to go about speech therapy that I had not heard of before. So thank you so much for being on. Yeah, thank you for, for having me on. Yeah, of course. Thank you. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. You can find me, Rachel, on Instagram at supersweetspeech or on my website, speechissupersweet.com. And you can find me, Claire, on Instagram at kindly underscore speech or on Facebook on kindly speech. And then you can email Rachel and I, if you have any questions or concerns, we are let's talk about speech podcast at gmail.com. Thanks.